Welcome to the College Church Sabbath School Podcast, where each week Pastor Anar Ram and Elder Roger Prather will be diving into the weekly lesson from the Seventh-day Adventist Church. The congregation at the College Church has made it their motto to love, grow, and serve. We really want to learn to love more, grow more, and serve more. It is our hope that through these conversations, we can learn to better serve our congregation, our local community, and the world. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you are blessed with today's conversation. Welcome to the College Church uh, Podcast. We're delighted that uh, you're allowing us to be part of your life. My name is Pastor Anaram, and with me is... Daniel Thomas. Who is, uh, has been to... Do you have your MDiv? I do. So we have the same education. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> yes. really cool. Yes. So, so I'm so glad that uh, he's with, joining me here. We're recording this in South Lancaster, Massachusetts, at the Amen. College Church, and um, you might be listening to this podcast in Lancaster, Massachusetts, or maybe in Alaska, or maybe Paris, France. Yeah, come on, drop on by. <laughs> come again. Yeah. Come again. Come yeah. again. Absolutely. And we are. On this three-month journey, yes. studying the Psalms, and of course, time doesn't really permit us to go through every 180, 150 Psalms, right. but we kind of do a covering of them here, and, t- and this podcast is for lesson number eight, yes. Wisdom for Righteous Living. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting word, wisdom. Yes. And it's, it's interesting that Proverbs has... I believe there's 31 proverbs, yes. and it's been pointed out that you could. I've heard about people doing this, reading one proverb per, you know, one chapter per day wow. for a whole year. Okay, and and there's a lot of juicy stuff in oh, proverbs yeah. about oh, wisdom, yeah. and of course Ecclesiastes is his own. That's right, Corbett, <laughs> and and I think you know it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast on this uh, with Tim Keller and about wisdom. Yes, and. The thing about wisdom is you don't ever fully get it. You're always on the journey. Particularly Jewish uh, proverbs. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's it. And you're cyclical always, in nature. Exactly, and you're always pursuing, and that's the key. I mean, yes. um, when do we say we've arrived? When do we say that I've got it? So, absolutely, absolutely. And, and this is part of the process of the Psalms as we you know, do this together. Yes. We're not just... Uh, this is not just book knowledge. This is life knowledge. So yes, it is absolutely. So we got a lot of ground to cover. Daniel, yes. let's pray. Let's, let's pray. pray. Father in heaven, thank you for the uh, rawness, the realness of the Psalms. And Lord, sometimes they make us raise our eyebrows, but other times we find ourselves nodding in in agreement with what the psalmist feels and is is expressing. Amen. So, Lord, we pray that as we look at these psalms, that uh, we will have our minds touched, but also our hearts and even our emotions. And may we indeed find this to be a time of transformation. And I thank you for Daniel being able to, us to be able to collaborate on this, and we pray that it will be a meaningful time for he and for I and for all those listening to this podcast. And we pray this in the saving name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Pastor, I'm going to start us off with our memory text. Perfect. You, there's a lot you've been saying that has um, 
rang home for me. Yep. Um, and I think it'll ring home for anybody who's been paying attention to this lesson or they've studied lesson eight. Yep. Um, you made mention of time. Yep. You also made mention of wisdom. Yep. And you made mention of um, counting, that yep. relational aspect. So um, our memory verse, of course, comes from Psalm 90, verse 12, and I'll read it for us here. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Yeah. yeah. So um, now, not last Sabbath, but Sabbath of four, yeah. you, um, you had asked me to share share the word with uh, Amen. our community. Amen. And by the way, here. I listened to your sermon from Norway. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, in, you're international <laughs> oh, here. Oh, man. I guess so. And thank you for delivering the word. I appreciate that. Well, I'm, I was glad to do it. Um, and and um, hopefully, you know, of course, the concept is that it blesses folks. But I was sharing with folks that God's word is iterative. It works on us yep. over time. And so yep. that you made mention of time and that we're changing. And I think um, in lesson eight, one of the prevailing themes, a major theme, is that of us changing and Christ or God changing yep. us to be yep. more like him as we go on the journey. It's interesting to say that because I just checked this out, um, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16, yes. from the King James, seek then that ye walk circumspectly, yes. not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil yes now that's an interesting redeeming the time and we yes. were talking before about how we are prone to well like saw him prone to wander yes prone to waste prone to waste <laughs> and and um it's funny that they saw him, well in this case paul was saying that yeah and of course yeah. the psalmist because we tend to think linearly Correct. Um, and a good Greek, Greco-Roman thinking would be that time is linear. Yeah. And Hebrew reasoning was that it was always cyclical. So redeeming the time then would yeah. be recouping that then which was lost. Yeah. We tend to think of it as that's not possible, but that's not how God sees it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting you said that because there's two Greek words for time, kairos, uh, uh, chronos and kairos. Yes, sir. The uh, Kronos is quantitative, mm. Kairos is qualitative. Yes. And you you look at this, and this is so poignant for today. Yes. And, and you know, how we have, uh, you know, quality time, mm. and then you have the time where you're just wasting the time. <laughs> I, yes. I, I don't want to be judgmental, well, but, you know, those things called smartphones aren't very smart <laughs> because uh, no, they, they, can, they can suck. Suck the time right out of people. So, so maybe a younger audience should be listening. Maybe to, <laughs> listening to this podcast oh, right no. now. But I think I heard them turning it off right oh, now. Man. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, they went another we gotta, one. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. <laughs> stop them from turning those knobs. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. then, 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 cell phones or you know all the all the, all the apps oh, that are supposed goodness. to save time. Yeah. They don't save time. And I don't. Um, the one thing I don't have on my phone. To my knowledge, are any games? Mm. I don't have them, and and I th I'm thankful for that. Um, you know, it's it's just because it could be a, a just sucks the time up. Sure, you know, absolutely. you want to get to the next level, whatever the thing may be, whatever so. it is. So, so, so under Sunday's lesson, we have yes. So, since you're talking about that, under Sunday's lesson, we have um, your word have I hid in my heart, so that Psalm. Okay. There you go. So, yep. Oh, awesome. No, yeah. Great. So, so one of the concepts of, I think, of redeeming time mm -hmm. is spending that time in God's Word. Yep. 
Yep. And so where, where David, of course, he says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The concept being that thy word I have spent time meditating on. Yep. I've memorized it. I've hid it in my heart yep. so that in our relationship, when I am prone to sin, prone to wander, yep. the word is in me. Yep. So instead of spending that time <laughs> with games, yeah, yep. <laughs> whatever it is, I spend the time committing to memory God's word, that it becomes, and, and I like to say, here's my, my high tech as it goes, it becomes the operating system, the OS yep. of the human yep. um, agent. I'll never forget reading Barry Black's book. I don't remember if it was, does he have two doctorates or is it two masters? I think he's got two doctorates. I think it's two I'm, doctorates. I'm not sure. But I'm either way, sure. so somebody asked him, how could you do that? Yeah, yeah. You know, find the time. And he said something very insightful. He said, wow, everybody else is watching reruns of Seinfeld. Yes. <laughs> I was studying. I was studying. Yeah. Amen. And that's Amen. redeeming the time. That's and, redeeming and, uh, the time. Absolutely. So, so let's see here. So Psalm 119. I mean, yes. yeah, the podcast is awesome because... You know, it, because we can share this, you know, just discuss. Yes. But we don't have time to read all of this. No. I mean, in the sense that, <laughs> you know, but it's so uh, poignant and and uh, insightful. I'm just going to read part of the beginning here, Psalm 119. Blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Mm. Blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their hearts. Amen. They do no wrong, but follow his ways. You have laid down precepts that are to be fully obeyed. Mm, oh, amen. that my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees. Then I would not be put to shame when I consider all your commands. Amen. I will praise you with an upright heart as I learn your righteous laws. I will obey your decrees and not utterly, and do not utterly forsake me. Amen. And, and, and then it says, how can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? Verse 9. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart so that they may not sin against you. Amen. And so this is what we were talking about. Yes, yes. And, you know, we got to remember that this was a person writing this. This wasn't like God dictating from heaven saying, hey, here's some good advice. Let's call Psalm 119. Sure. This is a human being Which writing is this. Very long psalm. <laughs> oh, it's very long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it's a lot and, of and, and, you know, it's it's like, okay, he's saying, this has been my experience. Yes. And and I think when I look at wisdom, hmm. you know, we can learn a lot just by observing. Yes. We can, and I'm seeing here, we, we don't have to repeat people's mistakes. Yes. We can learn from them. We can stand on their shoulders, all these powerful metaphors and images. Psalms is one of them. Yes, it is. Hey, look. Hey, this guy probably looks like he did got it together. What did he do? Ah, yeah. he hid God's word in his heart. He memorized it. He, he memorized studied it. studied it. Yep. And I remember, um, I, I know sometimes like at 12 years old, I would um, literally take and I would, I would memorize the Psalms. As a 12-year-old. As beautiful. a 12-year-old. Beautiful. And so my daughter, even now, she'd hear me doing that and just wow. reciting them. Wow. You know, she'd be like, I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what I did yeah. as a child. And yeah. um, there's goodness in it. And I think I think yeah. part of, you know, and, 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 you know, I know what people will say, but part of technology 
is that we're distracted. Back yep. then, I had no distractions. I know. So m- the time I could spend, when I didn't spend it doing you know chores and things my parents wanted or needed me to do, um, I would spend it in God's Word. See, yeah. and, and that's what's interesting is because you wonder, um, you know, have we, I would say Christians, we've gotten lazy hmm. as far as memorizing God's Word. Yes. And I think because you know we say, oh, well, I got the Bible right here in my in my smartphone, and you got yes. all these versions, and <clears throat> and it's like, why memorize it? Mm-hmm. And and I I did read that when the pandemic hit, um, Bible reading went up just incrementally. Absolutely. And but since then, it's gone down. Right. It's gone down, and, and that's just reading. And that's just reading. And yeah. sadly, which is another part of that as the technology of the times but streaming services also picked up so yeah. that they picked up the slack of where people couldn't get together or do yeah. their normal activities they started watching more television yeah yeah and um I, so I, I i think there's some goodness in spending time in god's word committing it to memory yeah and um you know sadly we don't do that enough um, we're not meditating enough on it and it's interesting because something's going to fill our minds oh yes something's going to go in there (laughs) (laughs) yes whether it be a commercial jingle sure um of course now everybody's when we're recording this everybody's talking about the super bowl ads and and uh, so forth and and um you know those travis kelsey (laughs) what's that travis kelsey oh yeah that's all you heard oh or Taylor Swift. That's, Taylor that's, Swift, yeah. T- Taylor and uh, Travis. Travis, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. we got to omit that part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, but it, you know, in a way, for, from our perspective, it's on the lighter side. And True. we, at this point, America needs a little bit of just happiness, Absolutely. levity, and Absolutely. just, you know. So, um, but, mm. um, but it was kind of a storybook uh, Super Bowl, yes. in the sense that they came from behind, and you know, and and uh, you know, there's this love relationship there, <laughs> and you know, it's kind of a nice, warm, fuzzy moment. But yeah. um, um, I did make a note here. Um, in in, if we look at verse ten, okay, I seek you with all my heart. Yes, do not let me stray for your from your commands. You know, you and I we're we're looking at this psalm in 2024. Yes, we know all about the incarnation, about the crucifixion, around about the resurrection, the ascension of Christ. The psalmist only could anticipate it. Yes, he didn't know it was it was the way it, it, it happened the way we know it happened. Yes, and I'm saying that because when I look at Psalm 119 verse 10, I almost feel like it can be flipped to say God seeks us hmm. with all His heart. Hmm. I mean, because that's what I see. I see God, okay. the, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. I mean, this is God who is hungry for us. Yes. He's searching for us, and, and it's like the garden. Picture the image of the garden. God is going through the garden. You're preaching my sermon again. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and, and no wonder where I, I'm, I'm on the right track You're here. Right, right. And, and so it's like, you know, wow. The psalmist says he's seeking God. Yes. But we now can say, Daniel, we can say God is seeking us with yes. all of his heart. Amen. Amen. And and so 
does that change the way I see this? Of course it does. Sure it does. And and you know, so we we almost look at this sort of a little bit more in a sort of a uh, responsing way. Mm. You know, God is the initiator. He's pursued us, and and now we say, well, if He's pursued me, I need to pursue Him. Sure. You know. Sure. So now 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 is this this pursuit and pursued relationship how does that play out for a non-believer mm-hmm. or does it play out for a non-believer because you know if 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 and <laughs> tomorrow's valentine's day <laughs> a guy thanks for the reminder <laughs> no, yeah I'll, I'll be in trouble <laughs> A guy seeks a girl, a mm-hmm. girl, woman, and he 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 pursues her. He woos mm-hmm. her. Today he's sending text messages if he's able to. Yep. He's making phone calls. He's yep. making eye contact or trying to physically be in her space to obtain. Her. There's even apps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we talk about apps to help the relationship building experience. Really? Oh yeah. Oh my. I saw. <laughs> There are apps out there. I couldn't believe, but there are apps. So, so, so now, to the non-believer, how does God seek them? Or, as we mm-hmm. are, we, if we take on the the, the 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 focus, we are His hands, we are His feet, we are the body of yep. Christ. Yep. Are we then to do that seeking? And how do we do that seeking yeah. in a way that will woo someone? Mm. To come to Christ, mm. and it's—I I ask it to our audience listening, but I ask it to myself. Um, I, I remember one time I was at—I um, was mm. at a chapel that had some flyers, some amazing flax um, flyers that were on, on a stand for mm-hmm. everybody, and so there were some that were showing uh, concepts of the devil or whatever, oh, yeah. you, and they were kind of scary. And so mm-hmm. I remember one chaplain saying, "Oh, that'll turn me off. That's scary there." Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder sometimes, how do we do? Do we sometimes, or do I misstep in my seeking to pull someone to Christ mm-hmm. because yep. the picture or the images that I show them mm-hmm. of Him are maybe scary, maybe not loving enough, and if I don't spend time in God's Word. And mm-hmm. it's not in my heart, then the image that I give is what I want to give, yeah. and it's not based on what Christ mm. wants to give. So I think significant as we study this lesson is getting so involved in Christ yep. that when I come to share Him, I am suppressing me mm. and sharing Him. It's interesting you said that because I remember reading about a a Christian pastor, a pastor who I think had a friend who was a rabbi, who was Jewish, and, yes. and he, you know, the, the pastor kept trying to tell him about, you know, Jesus is the Messiah. Yes. You know, and we probably all would try the same thing, at least subtly. Sure. And then finally the rabbi said, hey, listen, if you want me to accept Christ, make me jealous. Okay. It's interesting. Make huh. me jealous. Make me jealous. It's like you got something okay. that I that I don't have. Yes. And I think that's, 
you know, we look at this academically, and here's our proof text. Here's Jesus is the Messiah. Yes. We have ways of saying, hey, the Bible is a valid book. Yes. But I, you know, that's not. At the end of the day, we're not. We're more than that. We're more than a dictionary and encyclopedia. Yes. We're human beings, and we're longing that for that relationship that really transforms mm. the way we see life. Yes. And um, it's it's like I want to kind of tie this in here. I um it's from John Piper and um it's kind of related to this but kind of not but yes. but the way he says this helps me see something about God. Amen. I didn't really see but it's it begins by what is sin? Hmm. It is the glory of God not honored. Hmm. The holiness of God not reverenced. Hmm. The greatness of God not admired, mm. the power of God not praised, the truth of God not sought, the wisdom of God not esteemed, the beauty of God not treasured, the goodness of God not savored, the faithfulness of God not trusted, the commandments of God not obeyed, the justice of God not respected, the wrath of God not feared, the grace of God not cherished, the presence of God not prized, the person of God not loved, that is sin. Mm-hmm. Now, that's kind of interesting. Now, yeah, yeah, we could quibble with this. Sure, but, sure. But I liked what he said there in the sense that he is saying, wait a second here now. This is not <laughs> about ten rules on a piece of stone. Right. This is about, <laughs> we're talking about God here. Yes. And I think this is what the psalmist understands, that we are talking about a God to be savored, mm-hmm. a God who is beautiful, Amen. whom we can trust, Amen. who is great, and and you know, and and it's just you know we we kind of shrink him down terribly. Yes, and and so the psalmist is beginning to see this as you know what I'm going to seek you with all my heart. I don't don't let me stray from your commands. Amen. Amen. Don't let me. Amen. And and there's a whole sermon right in that one oh, yeah. phrase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't let me stray. Don't you let know? me stray from because, you. Because, uh, you know, that text, yeah, that, the, the, prone to wander. Yeah. Prone and to so, wander. And, and so part of our uh, lesson here in this is to help you not stray, mm-hmm. you've got to spend time in the Word. Yep. And um, I'm trying to nail that, <laughs> hammer that I, home because... I have I have learned so much about God by mm. spending time in, in His Word. Um, this this yep. author is sharing with us his experience, and it's a difficult experience to have um, in our day and age, where so much is competing for our time oh. um, and and for our attention. Yep. <laughs> and I I think we um, we don't do ourselves any favor by not preparing ourselves for this. Mm. Yes. I think we are so saturated yes. and marinated in consumerism, we don't even realize it. Yes. You know, we're just going along and, and uh, um, you know, it's it's just, yeah, we can't see it. We're, it's we're breathing in smoke and smog, right. but to us it's normal. Right. We're right. just this is life. <laughs> but so we think, oh, this is great. This fresh is fresh air. This is fresh air. Yes. And there we are in the smog. And and I think we we need to say, wait a second here. And I think you're right about getting away and just 
focusing on God's word. Yes. In a uh, quiet place. In a quiet place. Or a place that where we are devoid of those distractions. And and yes. um and, and there are many. Oh yeah. Um just you know, like you said, this it's become so commonplace we don't think about it. How are we doing on time? Well, we need we, a, we need to get on to Psalm ninety, I think. We get it okay. So we we the time is flying time by time is flying, yes. And um I'm going to look here. I'm going to I pull the New Living Translation with me here today. Okay. And uh, it says here in Psalm 90, Lord, through all the generations, you have been our home. Hmm. Before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from beginning to end, you are God. Hmm. Turn, you turn people back to dust, saying, return to dust, you mortals. For you, a thousand years are as passing day, as brief as a few night hours. You sweep people away like dreams that disappear. They are like grass that brings springs up in the morning. In the morning it blooms and flourishes, but by evening it is dried and withered. We wither beneath your anger. We are overwhelmed by your fury. You spread out our sins before you, our secret sins, and you see them all. We live our lives beneath your wrath, ending our years with a groan. Mm. Seventy years are given to us, but must some even live to eighty. But even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. Soon they disappear and we fly away. Who can comprehend the power of your anger? Your wrath is as awesome as the fear you deserve. Teach us to realize the brevity of life, so that we may grow in wisdom. O oh Lord, come back to us. How long will you delay? Take pity on your servants. Satisfy us each morning with your unfailing love so that we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Replace the evil years with good. Let us, your servants, see your work again. Let our children see your glory. And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. Amen. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot there, Daniel. It, it's it's loaded. And, it and is you know, so <laughs> loaded. And and do you see? You know, when I read that, especially New Living Translation, it's almost like he's saying, uh, "Look at the futility of life." Yes. You know, God can speak it, and we're reduced to dust. We're gone. And then, <clears throat> like a plant who. You know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow as we're recording this. So, what, in a week there'll be 20,000 roses in the garbage. That's or maybe on. two weeks if you're lucky, they'll last that long. Last More than long. that, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and then you see this whole, you know, you got 70 years, maybe 80. And, and, and you know, we see God in a certain way. Mm. So, what do you do with this time? Mm. What do we do with this time, Daniel? And you know, um, as as we're you are reading that, you know, obviously the the authors here is commenting on human frailty, yep. human uh, weakness, and you know, um, it's all temporal. It is, yeah. Timing, when we see the value, we look at the things we like. I mean, my daughter, she's she's going to be going off to college. Mm. And it seems like Been just there, the other that. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Been there, done that. And, yeah. and it seems like just the other day, she was learning to walk. Yeah. So I, I wonder sometimes, you know, 
how do we account for the time? Do we spend it getting closer to God? How do we measure that? Yeah. Uh, it's not flowers, you know. We got yeah. like we mentioned, yeah. we yeah. got Valentine's yeah. coming up. How do you how do you measure love? Even? Yeah. Is it the commercial consumerism that's around us? Yeah. It must be. Hmm. It's something more. This must be more. And, and I'm glad you're saying that because the psalmist, I think, realized that in verse 14, look, satisfies each morning yeah. with your unfailing love. Yeah. So we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. You know, it's just this brief thing. It's not enough. It's not enough. And, and it's interesting <laughs> that the psalmist says, look, you know, we had the evil years. Give us good years to, to equal those out. And and it's it's interesting how, and and give us gladness, verse fifteen, in proportion to our former misery. Yes, it's like I want to have symmetry here. Yes, you know, I had pain and suffering. Now I want joy and gladness. And do you see how he harkens back to Genesis? Um, Gen- Cain's brother, who was murdered oh, by yeah. Cain, Abel. Yep. His name meant vapor. The, you know, the, oh yes, the, the quick passing of time. Abel, then that 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 that. That triteness. Mm-hmm. That's what life is. Yep. And has been under sin. It's literally like an, a blink. Yep. And, and you know, there's an expression, maybe you've heard it, I've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. Yes, I have <laughs> heard it. <laughs> you know, and it's true. I mean, it's true. you can't take it with, take you. It with you. And and it's just, <laughs> so how are we going to use this? And this is the hard part about humanity. Yes. What are we going to do with this time? And, and yeah, and it's 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 like too many. Like, yeah, I want to be the richest man in the world. Yes. Okay. So if that's what you want to do, you know. And and now you see like Bill Gates, he's giving away a lot. He still has tons of money, oh, yeah. but he's giving away a lot. And like they say, well, what's my legacy? Yes. You know, he's challenged um, uh, Berkshire Hathaway guy uh, Warren Buffett to okay. do the same thing. Yes. And and you know, I think they realize well. So what history says, Warren Buffett, richest man in the world for this moment, yeah. is that what you want them to read about 500 years from now, 100 years from now? Yes. You know, I mean, and, and, and that's the question. And so, you know, the psalmist says, hey, look, you know what? I'm not going to establish any sort of memorial fund or build a, <laughs> a, a temple Monolith to myself. <laughs> right. I, I want just God's unfailing love. Hmm. So that it may I may sing for joy to the end of my life. Hmm. And uh, it's interesting as you know, we're lo- as we're looking at this here, one of our longtime members, Elnora King, passed away this morning. Oh she did. Yeah, she did. And and uh, you know, she leaves an amazing legacy behind. She really does. And you know, you see that in people where they have lived a a blessed life, yes, a blessed life, Daniel, and and you know it's it's something worth celebrating. Yes, and we're not talking about you know running a little attorney and see oh what did I get out of, out of the out of the will and the estate. That's yeah. not it. Yeah, this is about what did they put into a person's heart. Is this perspective hard to? Um Maybe for an American. Explain. I think I know where you're going, but explain. I think I know. 
Well, because, um, you know, and, and you made mention of Warren Buffett and um, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you look back like a couple hundred years ago, yeah. uh, the Caesars and, and before them, the Egyptians, they built yeah. statues oh, and, yep. and had their names etched into stone so that perpetually, I mean, that's the whole concept of a headstone. Yeah, to be remembered <clears throat> by the next generation. You yeah. hope, yeah. Unless some guy, rich guy, comes and buys the plot and then yeah. <laughs> bulldozes everything. Yeah. But everyone looking at death, which is, you know, it's like you said, you know, it's the the, the hearse pulling the U-Haul. Yeah. Every one of us have to face our own mortality. Mm-hmm. No matter how wealthy we are. Yep. No matter you know how poor we are, right. we, you know where we are in society, presidents mm. to paupers, yep. everyone has to face mortality. Yep. So that is it possible to even get to the level where the psalmist is at mm. in the twenty first century in this country? Mm. Mm. Well, that's uh... that's the challenge. Well, let's go ask some Amish friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got a. Well, yeah, let's go get a horse and buggy, and and here we go. I, I think, and I, I kind of say that in jest, but in sure. seriousness, because of the simplicity of their life. Yes. Do they have problems? Of course they do. Yes. You know, um, but I think we need to say, wait a second here. Everything new thing I take into my life will take up my time. Yeah. You know. If I go out and buy a um, $200,000 Ferrari, yeah. um, that's going to take up more of my time because I'm going to probably wash it more, <laughs> guard it more than my high-mileage Camry. $7,000 for an oil change. I have heard that. You know, and you look at that and you say, <laughs> and I know cars. I'm a car nut. <laughs> but but yeah yeah. So so, so now granted, probably people who do that have a staff. <laughs> and, oh yeah, and they've got Jay somebody, Leno. Jay Leno, yeah, and and which is also an interesting thing is is okay. So let's say your job is to take care of Jay Leno's cars. Mm. I mean, it might be interesting, but you know what? You know, yeah. I don't know. Just. Trying so, to get my mind around all I'm, that. I'm going to quote the rapper that said, um, you know, Biggie Smalls, he's the late Christopher Wallace. He said, more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the more distractions we have, and I think it's more difficult in a in a wealthy society in mm-hmm. the 21st century, but it's the more distractions we have, mm-hmm. the more difficult it is for us to focus and to really value the time that we have with God, that God has lent us mm-hmm. to have life. Um, 70s, the Bible says, the psalmist was talking about, and maybe the 80s, yep. and then it's over. Yeah. It's interesting, um, popped in my mind here, <laughs> some wise years ago, go on what you're saying here. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if they asked a group of people, but they said, okay, when you think of the word, think of one word, when you hear the, the word, um, City of Los Angeles. Yes. And they came up with the word ambition. Mm. And then they said, okay, do the same thing for New York City. What come? What one word comes, and the word was success. Okay. So now you think about that. And I, mean, I think it's partially, I don't know L.A. at all. Sure. But, I mean, you think about, 
the vibe, mm. the values of New York City. Yes. I think that kind of sums it up. Sure, you know, you sure. want to be on Park Avenue, Fifth Avenue, and and uh, you know that is quote unquote success. Yes. Or you know whichever the village, wherever you right. know East Side, whatever, and and so that's a it's a very much this idea here about a totem pole. Um, so. You end up, let's say you do end up on the east side yes. with a nice place looking overlooking <laughs> the East River yeah. and the Brooklyn Bridge. And you say, wow, is that, you know, what is life about? Mm. What is it about? Or in that, uh, yeah. So it's it's just interesting that the psalmist is saying, Lord, may I simply know your love. Yes. May I simply... And it says, satisfy each morning with your unfailing love so that we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. And Amen. I'm going to mention Elnora King. I believe that's what she essentially did in her life. So yes, yes. It's quite a legacy. So I'm looking at the time here. Yeah, we are at And end. we've got about 10 or so more minutes. So okay, um, let's hit Psalm 141, perhaps. And for our listeners, thank you for allowing us to kind of jump around here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we hope that you can either take this for your own personal life or maybe you're using this to share with your own Sabbath school class. But Psalm 141 is very clear. It says here, Psalm of David, and it's only 10 verses. And uh, Daniel, would you read it for us? Sure. So Psalm 141, Lord, I cry out to you, make haste to me. Give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. Let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not, do not incline your heart to any evil thing. Practice wicked works with men who work inequity, and do not let me eat of their decadence. Mm. Let the righteous strike me, it shall be a kindness, mm. and let him rebuke me, it shall be an excellent oil. Let my head not refuse it, for still my prayer is against the deeds of the wicked. Mm -hmm. Their judges are overthrown by the sides of the cliff, mm -hmm. and they hear my words, for they are sweet. Our bones are scattered at the mouth of the grave, as when one plows and breaks up the earth. But my eyes are upon you, O God, the Lord. In you I take refuge, do not leave my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares they have laid for me and from the traps of the workers of inequity. And then verse 10, let the wicked fall into their own nets while I escape safely. Mm. Amen. Yeah, amen. And it's interesting. It says a Psalm of David. <clears throat> I think it's one of the things I appreciate about David is his transparency here. Yes. And and in the New Living it says, Oh Lord, I'm calling you. Please hurry. Yes. And listen when I cry for help. And it's interesting that I really 
appreciate David's verse three and four. Yes. Take control of what I say. Guard my lips. It's like Lord manage a, me. <laughs> manage me. Put a filter over my put mouth. Put a filter over my mouth. Yeah. And and that's pretty powerful mm. because so often we're like, well, I know what I'm supposed to do and not supposed to do. Yes. And and uh, you know, so I think I'm not ready to fully commit on this part. So I'm going to keep this little section of my life, <laughs> cor- you know, uh, separated from God. Yes. And so, but David seems to say, Lord. Just take the whole thing. Yes. Don't let me drift toward evil mm. or take parts in acts of wickedness. Don't let me share in the delicacy of those who do wrong. Again, he's saying, you know, I'm going back to that prone to wander. You know what's best for me, Lord. Yes. And I'm putting it all, all of it on you. And he even asks, um, and this is in verse 5, to be disciplined. He welcomes being disciplined. Yep. So that he would become more like the way God wants him to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So, yes, Daniel, let's just be honest here. <laughs> so, so in the New Living, let the godly strike me. Yes. It will be a kindness. Yes. If they correct me, it is soothing medicine. Don't let me refuse it. Yes. Now, I mean, I, I think David, and I don't know when exactly he wrote this, I think maybe we could probably, you know, extrapolate at some point, but, you know, do we, nobody likes to be rebuked. No, or corrected. Or, or corrected. Yeah. But do you, if that correction would help you be a better person, Yes. do I have, do you have the humility to say, you know, you're right, mm. I need that slap on the face, Yes. Not literally, but metaphorically. Sure. Because I know that it's kindness, and yes. I and and I almost see here the the image of a world class athlete and his or her coach. Yes. <laughs> who says, you know, your 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 stroke, your need to move the way your arm differently or your legs differently. Or I was thinking of my military experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where I've had um, instructors. Um, and they can be downright cruel. Yeah. And um, I, I think, you know, it's like that hard coach. Yeah. Um, but but why are they cruel? But they're cruel because they want you to be better. Yeah. And I think someday, long term, you never pray to be in harm's way, but that cruelty will save your life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because um, watch the series Band of Brothers and and oh. I read the book or reading the book. Yeah. And and it's interesting. So there's this one commander, Sobel, I don't remember, and he was not liked. He had he leadership. Was he was not. He was just a. <laughs> he was a taskmaster, a cold sure. taskmaster. But so the uh, by the time and the story takes place as a new leader. Yes. And they had a victory. Yes. In in D Day and and uh, and he said something interesting. He said, you know, we were successful because of the leadership we had and and maybe because of the way Sobel drove us we also had the victory because remember he was tough oh he was he He was was. tough and he was you know just almost cruel yeah i mean he was he was he was and and so but it did push these guys and so this author saying stephen ambrose maybe maybe 
that little extra push helped these guys to take it was a um cannon they exploded right yeah and and the, the, well and it's still still we still learn that same drill that same training exercise today in officer school you do how to knock out a bunker that's, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. That's what they it was. Were knocking out some gun positions. Yep, that's right. It's still taught today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's interesting because, um, you know, sometimes we need yeah. somebody to tell us something. We need we we have blind spots, Daniel. We do. We do. And maybe we need somebody to come in and say, "Hey, man, I love you, but uh, you know, just for your own sake, here's some free advice." Yeah. You know, and and take it or leave it. If you'd leave it, I love you. If you take it, I love you. You know, it's not like a conditional type of thing. Right. And, yeah, it's going to sting, but maybe it will help us. And I yes. think that's something we miss in our culture today. Hmm. We're so image-focused, and we want to make sure, oh, I, I've got everything together. I'm good, right. I'm good, I'm good. Give everybody medals. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets a medal. Yeah, that's right. For participation. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, but really... You know, somebody needs to tell you, hey, listen, man, you've, you just, you'd be better off if you did this instead yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's something that we, uh, you know, our culture today, we're experts at talking at, a, at each other, not with each other. Yes. And I yes. think that's where, um, you know, a lot of heartache yes. could have been avoided if there was humility and communication. Yes. You know? And coupled with love and discipline, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's that's one of the things that um, I think we, we struggle with still today, and we are out of time. <laughs> I think we are out of time. So, All right. praise but, God. But um, but yeah, it's it's powerful imagery here. So I hope this has been a blessing to you, our listeners. Yes. And um, we're wrapping up here, lesson number eight, and wisdom for righteous living. So again, we're hopefully we've. It's been like a, a hub and a wheel, and all these spokes mm. have been talking about wisdom for righteous living. And we're talking about how we need to have God's Word in our hearts. Amen. We need to know the time. Yes, we need to manage it. We need to manage it. We are not going to live to be Methuselah's, Methuselah's age. Probably not. Even though we'd like to. Wait, we'd like to. And, 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 um, and then, of course... You know, wickedness can be deceitful, yes. and and of course we need we need each other to help us to say, look, you know, here's what I've learned from from life. Yes, I'm pass this on to you, Amen. and hopefully you can uh, implement it in your life. So, Daniel, would you pray for us? Absolutely. Let's bow our heads, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the kind words of our pastors. He's kind of steered us and guided us through this here study. We pray that these lessons that we've been going over will be a blessing to those who are hearing us. Uh, Thank you for your love. Thank you for your discipline. Thank you for your counsel to us about managing and and, and caring for the time. Guide us as we continue to study your word and share it with others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Daniel, thank you. Thank Thank you. you. And and, uh, thank you for listening and uh, we hope to uh, that this has been a blessing and we hope that our paths across might be listening to us for the first time or the tenth time and uh, <laughs> either way uh, you can always send us an email at office at we are w-e-a-r-e-c-c dot net and uh, have a blessed rest of the day if you are looking for a community 
have some questions about the discussion, or would like to participate in a live Sabbath School class, please join us every Saturday at 10 a.m. for Sabbath School and 11.15 for our worship service at 337 Main Street, South Lancaster, Massachusetts. This has been a production by the College Church's Communication slash Media Ministry. If you were blessed by this podcast, please like, follow, and subscribe. Join us next week for another lesson, and let us all remember to love more, grow more, and serve more.